Hello and welcome to the formal review. Today, we will be looking at the 2018 film, Sicario, Day of the Solado. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the review. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's the formal review. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Andre, the critic for Box Office Buzz. As always, when it comes to the reviews, is that there may be some spoilers, but it's usually vague stuff. What I always say is that go see the movie first before you have listen to anything that I have to say about it, and then come back and listen. But if you really don't care, just keep listening. So Sicario Day of the Salado is an action thrill directed by Stefano Salima and written by Taylor Sheridan. It is the sequel to 2015 Sicario and has Benicio Del Toro, Josh Brolin, and Jeffrey Donovan returning with a new cast members of Isabel Monet, Manuel Garcia Ruflo, and Catherine Keener. I wrote a review uh, for Box Office Buzz for the previous film. You can go check that out on their website. So this film takes place right after the U.S. government finds out that the Mexican cartels have been bringing in terrorists into the country. So the government contacts Matt Graver, played by Roland, to team up with his hitman or Sicario, Alejandro Gillick, played by Del Toro, to stop the cartels that they had done previously. So they have to come up with this plan to take down all these cartels. So instead of having the U.S. actually officially be involved, what they do is they take one of the cartel's head's daughters, Isabel Reyes, played by Monaire, and blame it on another major cartel to start this war between them. As with stories like this, what they think is going to happen is not going to go 100% according to plan, and so it goes off the rails. As such, Alejandro must decide if he really wants to do his job, or does he try to save the girl whose father took everything from him? Now, this film was written by Taylor Sheridan. You might have known his writing. He's done a lot in the past year. He's done Hell or High Water. He did Sicario. He also did Wind River. And he's kind of this guy who likes to do this type of Western, but also trying to tie in some political statement. And that's kind of what he did with the first film. And he does usually create a fairly decent story. And this film doesn't really step too far from that. And he blends multiple genres. I mean, you have, obviously, the Western. You have kind of a crime thriller. You have all these mixed in to comment on the violence that's happening at the U.S.-Mexico border. So the story itself is pretty solid. And it has some inspiring elements, such as some of the action scenes are pretty intense. And direction's pretty decent from Salima. And so is the cinematography done by Darius Wolski. I'm probably mispronouncing that. And the film does look very similar to the original. And like I said, the returning people from this film is mostly Del Toro and Brolin. Now, Del Toro and Brolin's characters is what this film's about. It focuses on them. And this screenplay by Sheridan actually looks at these characters in ways that they didn't do in the first film because they had to share it with Blunt. Del Toro is great as Alejandro again and what is really cool about his character is that he's able to create this kind of touching relationship with Isabella. Being somebody who lost his entire family and to take on a surrogate father toward this character of this person who killed his entire family shows a deep progression into his psyche in that he's really upset about his family being killed but he can't lose his fatherhood aspects and he sees this young girl who's clearly in trouble and he even with his killer instincts 
he can't help but want to help her. Now, Brolin is also very good here. I think, I mean, he's really doing a lot when it comes to 2018. I mean, he's uh, Deadpool, the Avengers film, and now this. The rest of the cast, I think, are decent. The main problem with this film is that it's missing a lot of the things that made the original so good. The score writing is not going to be the same because Johan Johansson passed away earlier this year. This film also lost the cinematography of Roger Deakins and direction of Dallas Villeneuve. The latter two there are able to give the viewers this kind of sense of discomfort and unknown and that actually also helps Emily Blunt's character because she represents who the audience is. She's entering this world that, that she doesn't really know anything about as our viewers. The message that the original film had I think isn't there either which I go into detail a little bit more so in my written review for Box Office Buzz. I don't think this film has really a good message or theme really at all. It kind of beats around the bush when it comes to the obvious real world issues that this story is discussing. And so honestly this film just does what the original did but it seems to be done with a little bit less effort which unfortunately makes the film fairly forgettable. Like I said, it does have a lot of good things coming. The action's great. The environment that it's in is definitely entertaining. The script is good. Characters are good. Actors are great. But this film doesn't have the precision that the last film had. Each piece was brought together. The cinematography, the direction, the script, the acting. Everything was brought together to seem like it was essential for this film. And everything was executed to a T. Now this film, unfortunately, just has the same violence and brutal scenes that will keep most viewers entertained but the emotions not there so one could really even question why was this film even made so if you did enjoy the first film there's enough in this that you will probably enjoy this at least once but it's not really mandatory to see in theaters so I would rate this film a 3 out of 5 both as. I want to know what you thought of the film. How does it compare to the original? Talk to me on Facebook. Talk to me on Twitter. Talk to me on Instagram. The, the URL's the same on all three. It's at the formal review. You can also check out Box Office Buzz on Twitter and Facebook and every type of media. That's where you can get up-to-date movie news. For the next episode, I'm going to be discussing the top films of 2018 so far. We have gone through six months of film. There's been a lot of movies that have come out, so we have to talk about what the best ones are. You don't want to miss that episode, so please subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. So look out for that episode, and until then, I'll see you at the movies. Take care, guys. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Formal Review. We hope you'll join us again.